Welcome to Open Lecture Podcast with open and honest conversations as it pertains to <laughs> from A to Z as it pertains to the LGBTQ plus community and beyond. I'm your host, Rodney. You follow me on IG at I am Rodney Wash. I'm your host, Marco the Prince, and you can follow me on IG at Marco the Prince. I'm your host, Shazam, and you can follow me at underscore kid and play underscore. And I am your host, Solomon E. Stretch, and you can follow me on IG as Solomon E. Stretch. And sweet babies, we are live. <laughs> live and in charge. <laughs> Season 2, episode 31 and 62, if you're nasty. <laughs> well, sweet babies, as you always know, you're not new here, you're true here. We Ooh, have a thing called a collection <laughs> plate. And with our collection plate, that means we take money. So, how you can give, sweet babies? You can give five, ten, you see how he did it? Fives, twenties, a hundred. You can give money, that goes to our production. And you have lives like this. Help support the live, help support the show. We go live for you. Just pay us money. Okay, so... <laughs> How <laughs> uh, you can donate to the podcast? You can go to our website at oblationpodcast.com, click that donate button, or click the donate link in every description box on every platform we are on. And now Solomon will tell you how to support us for free. For free. So, openers, we love when you slide into our DMs. We love it when you leave us comments. We love it when you send us pictures. We love it when you interact with us. However, we love it even more when you go to our YouTube and you like, comment, and subscribe. All right. Well, let's get this show started. Marco, how was your week? <sighs> My week was very eventful. Um, as all you guys know, um, just started this new position, um, and it's going very well. Love my manager. My team is very helpful, um, very welcoming. Um, outside of that, my mom is in town for Thanksgiving. And, you know, I realize we haven't had a Thanksgiving meal together in like 11 years. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, so that okay. was kind of like a surprise. So I'm very excited this week. So excited and thankful. Shazam, how was your week? My week was great. I had a busy weekend. By Sunday, I was like, oh, my gosh, this is crazy. But <laughs> at the same time, life is great. Everybody's great. Had a good time with my friends. And, yeah. Ready to eat. <laughs> Rodney, how was your week? Oh, my God. Well, you know what? My week is good. <laughs> Work is going good. So I re I'm really enjoying my new job. Um, I can't stress enough how I like being responsible for me. Mm. It's a beautiful feeling. <laughs> <laughs> I can get off work. Anybody text me talking about, can you stay? No, bitch. <laughs> I'm going to just leave it at that. Solomon, how was your, how was your week going? My week um, is pretty good. Um, I'm a little sleepy. And that's mostly because I was hanging out with y'all until 2 o'clock in the morning, hosting. Oh, yeah. We hosted our um, first... Uh, Karaoke. Karaoke, yes. thank you. And uh, I'm the only one who sung. You are the only one who sung yeah, on the microphone. And these girls supposed to have voices. Mm, I never said that. I don't sing. I'm looking at that one. Oh. <laughs> In the army. Girl, <laughs> what did it say, Smith? She picked Bills, she picked Bills, 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 <laughs> terrible karaoke song, and then some Mary J. Blige flat. So, girl, move on. <laughs> and so, guys, before we proceed, you can also buy chats. Um, what you call that stuff? What can you buy? Badges. Badges. Yes, you can buy badges and stars. And that will help support the live. So thank you. So let's go in the chat. Click the stars and things and get what you can give from your heart. All right, Marco. Yes, let's get into these streets. Um, you guys already know the spell. But in the description box, there is a link that you can click to get one month of Apple Music or one month of Apple TV free on us because Apple is our official sponsor for Open Relationship Podcast. And also, it's getting a little cold outside, so grab your hoodies from our shop and grab your mugs so you can sip your tea while we're spilling ours. Y'all ready to get into the streets? To the streets we go. This is good. <laughs> um, oh, so the streets is draining. But, you know, I found some good things out here. Um, Clifford T.I. Harris, I don't know if you guys know, and Tiny, 
They opened their first affordable housing development program here in North Atlanta, um, 143 units, 25 specialized units for homeless kids. Um, one thing about T.I., I love that he gives back to the city of Atlanta, um, despite, you know, what he does outside of positivity. Um <laughs> Damn. <laughs> no, because, you know, he he being the media for some things. But we're talking, we're uplifting him today. Um, and when when I make it, I plan on going back home and putting some funds back into the city that raised me. Because the kids need it nowadays. Because it's, it's a wild roller coaster out here. I like it. I think it's time, like... Atlanta has too many black celebrities and too much black money mm -hmm. for us to see some of the issues that we see amongst black populations. It's actually terrible. So for him to be doing something like this, amazing. Hopefully everyone else that is on his stardom level, his bank account level starts doing it as well. Because there's no reason why we should be seeing homeless, the homeless population in Atlanta as massive as it is. There's even, even other like political things and social determinants that we should not be seeing with all of the black money that is here. Absolutely. So go to off Ti and Tiny. You know this is the one thing they did right, and I, and I can't even throw shade. Um, that was shade. shade. You know, all the all the allegations that he has out there, but he does give to the community, and I'm he gives to Bankhead. He's a big um, philanthropist. Philanthropist. See, can't even get the word out. I'm trying to shade him. You, see, you know, you know, um, you know, I had a head injury, so help me out. What I'm trying to say. I fuck up words all the time. Thank you, thank mm -hmm. you. So yeah, that and like I think this is beautiful. For one, thank you, Boo Boo, for giving one dollar and ninety nine cents. I love you, Dominique. Um, but yes, it helps. Uh, he really helps the community, honestly. I'm not going to throw shade anymore. Like, he cares about Atlanta. Mm -hmm. And it, it needs to be other rappers out here that benefit from the community to Correct. get back to the community because Atlanta's about to be taken over. Mm -hmm. And you know by who? So they, they need to get it together. Tyler Pretty, hop on board, buy somebody some houses, i.e., me. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> and I'd be so appreciative. <laughs> Uh, speaking of Tyler Perry, um, first of all, did you guys watch his documentary on um, Prime? Nope. No? It's actually really good. Um, I started I, it, then I turned it off. It was a little boring for me. Oh. <laughs> I enjoyed it. Um, well, damn. I know, like, we all throw our shade towards this man, but, like, I one thing about private people, I love when they open up and, like, share their complete story. So he talked about, like, almost... Um, committing suicide as a, at a young age, like his family history growing up in the church and like growing up in New Orleans around the whole slavery and all that. So I was like, oh, I personally didn't know that. Um, but I really liked it. And he also just landed a eight movie deal with Netflix. So nice. speaking about um, Sag last week, just, you know, keeping people, keeping our black money within he our does community. Do that. And... I love it. I can't wait to see what movies he produced. Oh, I don't want to get sentimental. Um, because when I watched the documentary, I actually enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. And just to see all the trials and tribulations he's been through, being homeless, mm -hmm. have people tell him no and not believing in him. And he just kept going, you know, and not letting the um, word no deter him from his from his blessing what he has today. And it's keep to remind me to keep going when I have things going on where things might not go your way. It might be quick enough, fast enough, but that man almost worth a billion dollars, if not now, mm -hmm. 20 years later, and living his best life, had to work a day in his life he don't want to. And that's 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 a damn dream that's right there. Him, yeah. That's a, that's a whole entire vibe. I don't care what they say about that man. He did this shit from the ground mud up. Like, Literally. and I encourage any content creator, whatever whoever you do out there, go watch the documentary. It will really make you want to hustle some more. I think the best thing is I like how he celebrates black culture and black arts. He gives all the black folks that are constantly looked over in Hollywood, mm -hmm. he gives them an opportunity and gives them a platform to shine. I think the first person I think about is Taraji P. Henson. And she mm, talks yes. about it all the time, like, Tyler was the first person who paid me for what I was worth. Because she said she made, like, little to nothing for Baby Boy. Oh, yeah. And that's, like, the biggest movie of her career. That's where everybody recognizes her from. And it took a black man to give her the money that she needed. So, or that she deserved, excuse me. <laughs> We're gonna get into the trash. Um, 
As y'all know, um, Sean P. Diddy, Puffy Combs has been in the media for the last week. Um, and we've been dragging him. We as the black community. And if you don't know, um, he has been sued by Cassie. You know, the, um, what's her song? Um, Me and You. For $30 million. Um, it came out the blue again. I was just having to be scrolling on the Instagram. Um, but allegedly, um, he was creating patterns, setting up sex trafficking, sex trafficking. I cannot speak today. <laughs> um, abuse and I'm not going to say it cause we might get banded, but the R word that ends with an E, um, with male prostitutes. Um, and then after she spoke her truth within the court system, everybody else has been coming out. Slim Thug, Aubrey, um, Willie from day 26, like, he, he needs to lay low. I'm, I don't know what he got going over there in his camp, but it's not looking good for him. There was a tweet that was going around. You ever realize everybody that he raised to start him with no longer have, like, a career, so to so, so, so to say, excuse me? Like, did they name examples? Yeah, Little Kim, The Locks, Biggie's dead. But Little Kim is not broke, from my understanding. No, no, not broke. I'm just saying, like a career as of today. He's the only one out of the camp that just produced. Mary J. Blige. Oh, you're right. Okay, false tweet. <laughs> um, but yeah, well, well no but, philosopher once said, "You broke if everybody around you broke." So. Well, that's, <laughs> you know, they said they, they say he was originator of 360 deals. <laughs> no yep, shame. I can see that. <laughs> but, um. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard that one. Be your own community child. But, um, no shade, but I'm, it, it was truth to it. Allegedly. Because mm -hmm. it got dismissed. Yeah, they allegedly. Dismissed. Allegedly, it was some truth to it because if I didn't do a damn thing, dismissed. I'm not giving it you... It wasn't dismissed. They settled. settled. No, no they, they settled, settled, but I mean, once it's closed, it's closed. They can't... No, dismissed means, dismiss like, means it went away. Yeah, it went away. It well, didn't go away. He I go back and read, you know, I probably read the docket wrong, but they settled. <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> I'm not trying to get sued, baby. Um, allegedly, and it was some truth to it because if I didn't do a goddamn thing, I'm not signing shit. The thing that sparked me, it was 24 hours later. And, and what did you read a deposition um, that she put in him, like put about what he did? How she had to get new titties? Yeah, and, then and he, he didn't said like he didn't like them. So she had to go back to go on the back and get them. Baby, and I, she made he made her shave her hair off when she went through that whole phase and everything. I believe everything she said. I'm gonna believe one. And and to the people who are trying to tell us about it when to um talk about their pain, I don't care. She did it for money. I'm not mad. If I put up with your ass for all the goddamn time, you put me in the turmoil and I'm going broke, I'm hitting your ass up yet again. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and me and my husband don't live good. I think the money was just really like the icing on the cake. Mm -hmm. I think the document itself, like going through the court system, making it public record, like this is out there. 35 pages. It's out there. Mm -hmm. it was, this was smart. This was brilliant, actually. Yeah. I, a lot of people were dragging her like, oh, she did it for money. But it's like, no, she just opened the... She opened Pandora's box. She, she, Pandora's box is truly open on that ass. And now it's like, there's going to be a lot of damage control. There have been people that are walking away from Revolt now. Mm -hmm. There are people that are walking yeah. away from Zerion. Yeah. One of his big podcasts yeah. was not yeah. renewed. What's her name? Did you see her um, name? Don... Oh, I can't forget. Uh, but she said, I'm not renewing my contract. Yeah, there's a lot of people that are like not supporting his brand and are walking away from their jobs and stuff like, no, I can't do this. And it's like, you are. I personally think that he knew this was coming. Um, so what the media They said, talked about he had a, like he gave all his artists back their rights to their music. Like they got their masters, but they had to sign these intense NDAs that said, you're not going to talk about nothing. Mm. Like, I think that he knew this was about to come out. And he had attorneys get in front of this. Like you have a lot of money, sir. And it said that it it said that she sued him for thirty million, and then it said they settled. It never said what the amount was. Mm -hmm. I 
think Homegirl walked away she, with a lot more money than she 30 definitely mil. got more than 30 Now, I will say, after that deposition, open Pandora's box, I'm sure she had to sign a nasty NDA to say, like, no books, Ooh, no nothing. Girl, you can't talk about nothing. You can't write no book. You cannot and tell I nobody nothing. And I would admit to I, I, I lose my movie deal, my book deals, pay for that, too. My baby need to go to school. <laughs> I need 200 million. I won't oh, say no. shit. You know, Diddy, I love him. <laughs> Oh shit! Yes, she never took it away. <laughs> oh, child, that was that was a lot. There's like so many people talking, and that we're that's we're, that's not gonna be the last time we talk about that. I'm letting y'all well, know. No, it's it's, gonna, gonna it's definitely gonna again. be a follow up. It's gonna get real ugly. Mm-hmm. Okay, so situation with Shazam always gonna be named after a song. It's going to be something that we've all experienced, and today is a little different. It's a song, but we're gonna take. Each lyric, we're going to take lines and lyrics, oh, and we're going to ask a question based off the lines and lyrics. Okay. And last night, as we said, we hosted our first karaoke moment out, well, I guess our first like live thing, our first little situation, little hosting, and karaoke. And y'all, when Roman's Revenge by Nicki Minaj came <laughs> on, first of all, Marco, you'd have thought he had on a pink wig, thick ass, <laughs> give him whiplash. Oh, he was like going <laughs> off. Marco was going off. Marco did it again. <laughs> They're gonna tear your ass up for that comment. They're gonna tear you up for that one. Uh, so we're gonna break it down. Roman's Revenge. Um, shout out to Nicki Minaj. She is the queen of rap. Let's just say it. She's the queen of rap. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows it. Um, the pen is sick, and that's why we're gonna do this segment different. And we're gonna break it down line by line. And there's a question which is fine. So rah rah like a dungeon dragon. So Nikki basically was saying like I'm finna go off on them. I'm finna get insane. So who oh. are you when you mad? Like how do you act? Because I feel like I've never seen any of you guys mad. Ooh. That's loaded. Who are you when you're mad? Nicki Minaj turns into Roman. I don't think he, ha- I don't think he has a name. Um, it's not a pretty sight. I tend to black out, as mentioned before. Um, I don't want to be talked to. Let me say what I need to say. I'm cussing. And if it gets there, I might, you know, <clears throat> put some hands. I turned to a B-I-T-C-H, a mean B-I-T-C-H. Um, and I'm upset. I got upset like three times in my life. And when I'm upset, I see red. Like mm. I'm like I'm crying, but I'm not crying because I'm I'm crying here. My I'm, I'm about to whoop your ass. And I remember one time, I was in college again with that crazy ass dude I was with. We was at this party, and this dude just kept picking at me because then we broke up. He was like, "That's why I got your man." And next thing I know. We're fist fighting in the club. I'm throwing chairs. I'm kicking and scratching. I don't punch the probably like 50 times in his face. Like, it was bad. I had a, it, it was, I was like, really, I think he possessed me. Like, <laughs> I didn't remember that fight. And everybody like, you whooped that boy ass. I was like, I don't even, I, I remember fighting him. But people told me, like, I would not stop hitting him once he fell on the ground. It was like, we had literally pick you, pin you off him. I'm like, well. Bitch, you won't do this shit no more. <laughs> Got him back, bitch. <laughs> Solomon, who are you when you get mad? I feel like you're like way out there. Um, because you're quiet. I am. I'm. I. I get even more quiet when I get angry. They said they're um, the crazy ones. Uh, and message. <laughs> <laughs> Not message. <laughs> message. <laughs> so I. I get. Even more quiet, but I also get um, strategic. Mm. I like your thought process. So Maybe. what do you do? What is your yeah, evil thoughts? Oh. No, he like, can't incriminate himself on camera, y'all. <laughs> I mean, what 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 would what was one thing you did? You was like, damn, that I, I can't believe I did that. Well, you done? I did. There's only been one time where I was really like out of character. And it was like fighting out in the streets. Mm. Wow, Solomon, break that down. What did you do? No, no, I mean that was just it. I mean, that's it. <laughs> just fought in the streets. Just fought in the streets. Did you win? Yeah. Okay. Um, 
But like, did you say that with me? You bitch. Don't. <laughs> no, why would you think that? <laughs> was that a fat joke? No. Is that fat phobia? Because that's what it sounds like. Were you fat shaming? No, y'all took it there. I'm talking about, you know how you sit on people, you're just like, no. That's what I meant. I really did. Is that what you did to that boy? Huh? Is that what you did? Hell yeah. When I got his ass on the ground, I said I pinned him down and I just went to welling. <laughs> Bitch. Black love. Thank you. Thank you, black yeah. love. Hey, uh, look at cause a black is love. <laughs> so another line of the song, she says, it's at the end, she's like going off, and she says, Take your mother's warning, Roman. So do you, any of you guys have an alter ego either when you're like out in public, when you're having sex? When you're getting mad, like, Ooh. do you have an alter ego? Who is it? What's her name or his name? Rodney. <laughs> All right. Probably Taters. <laughs> taters? <laughs> who the fuck is that? Bitch, you don't want to be Taters. <laughs> is that who we fight? Taters be whooping ass. <laughs> That's Mississippi, bitch. <laughs> Marco, do you have one? Yes. Um... Jamichael Anthony. Who? <laughs> now, hold on. <laughs> Jamichael Anthony. That sounds yeah. like a porn star. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. Wait. We'll leave it there. Okay. Solomon, do you have an alter ego? <laughs> um, so, it would either just be Stretch or Trey. Trey is like a nickname that you had grown up, though, right? Um, I thought you said that before. No, Trey was a... Nickname that I use out, it was an alias. So you tell people that when you don't want them to know your name? Mm. Like when you're out in the club or you're like out of the country and you're doing things you shouldn't do? You tell them your name is Trey? Mm. Okay, Trey. <laughs> Actually, and I dated somebody who called me Trey for like the longest time. and then Because you told him that was your name? Yeah, initially. And then, <laughs> and then they... Get like, into it. <laughs> and then we were talking like they know my name. And then one time they called me Trey and I was like... Why do you call me Trey? And they were like, because that's what you told me your name was. And I was like, but then it reminded me of like how I met them. Now so. you forget your name you give. <laughs> You're giving a whole like, <laughs> but that's very common. Because when I go out of the country, when I go on trips, I don't tell my real name, child. Mm. Girl, I watch Hostel. They won't get me. <laughs> <laughs> my mom be on the phone talking about, I'm going to find you. And I'm going to tell Like, no. Alter Ego, I feel like I don't really have a name, Alter Ego, but like, I, there are nights when like I start to drink and I'm like I'm definitely a 90s video vixen and that's mm. how I feel like I'm I looking at that. people I would love to be in the 90s and be video vixen be fun so next thing she says is this the thanks that I get for putting you bitches on so oh, how bitch. do you react to someone who doesn't acknowledge your wants your needs oh. or what you contribute to a situation mm, that is home mm. is this the thanks that I get for putting you bitches on I feel <laughs> is that it my fault? <laughs> about a couple of people mm. I truly do. Um, I feel like I have a very big heart. Mm-hmm. And I think that's detrimental to me sometimes. But I don't ever want to lose it because I feel like if I lose that, I will be a whole different person. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I help a lot. I help like probably three people. And they're doing really well. And I'm not, I'm really happy for that. But it's just like now that this act weird mm-hmm. and different. And then you come back full circle moment. They tried to do something with a person I did business with, and I had to vouch for them. And I haven't talked to this person probably in about two years. And I vouched. Because I was like, what I was about to do that to me. So, it sucks. Because, like, when you really want to help people, and they just really be like, okay, bitch, I feel like I made it. I don't need to be around you no more. Because yeah. I had one person reach out daily to be on the show, and I'd be like, nope. Mm. Nope. No. <laughs> no, no. Um, how do I act? I, I pay it. Um, I recently had this happen earlier this year. I found out through the grapevine that I helped this person, you know, to the point where I couldn't help them no more. And I found out that they was just talking mad shit on my name and shit like that. But, you know, there's always two sides to the story. The person, I was like, well, what positive things that they said? It was like nothing. I was like, oh, okay. And I just, I had to cut that relationship, or that friendship off, friendship off, excuse me. Um, For me, it is, so, I've been thinking about this a lot. Um, 
So I'm in any kind of relationship. I'm not a houseplant. Mm-hmm. Like, if you don't nurture me, if you don't water me, I'm not going to just wither and die. Like, I am a weed. That's good. Mm-hmm. That was good. Yeah. I I will wander and then grow somewhere else. Amen. For the... For the growth. Oh, that just blessed me. Mm-hmm. I'm about to fall out. Black Love says something in the comments. I can't see it, though. He said, sometimes helping people can be detrimental to your space and energy, mm-hmm. especially if you are a people pleaser. And that is motherfucking true. That's so <laughs> I feel like I used to, like, get really upset when people didn't, like, recognize. But now I've gotten to the point it's like, if you don't recognize it, like, I got to go because somebody else will. Mm-hmm. And that's in relationships. That's in friendships. And I think I even got like comfortable with like accepting apologies that I'm never gonna get. Mm-hmm. So like mm-hmm. somebody might need to tell me sorry, but it's just like, bitch, I know I'm never gonna get it. So guess what? I'm gonna accept it and keep it moving. Cause I'm be the one walking around with it like, oh, they did this to me, they did this to me. And what? My pain to be like 17 years old or some shit? Yeah. Like, no, I ain't doing that. Yeah, you gotta learn to forgive. Yeah, forgiving is one of the hardest things you can ever do. Loving is easy, mm-hmm. but to forgive is hard. Correct. Especially when somebody did you dirty. And you were like, how the shit I did. <sighs> okay, because I know I can tear your ass up. But I'm not going to. I'm going to save you. <laughs> Look at God, bro. Because <laughs> there's some bitches that deserve ass whoopings. Nonetheless, <laughs> another line was, I got him scared, shook, panicking, overseas, church, Vatican. You had a standstill, mannequin. So when was the last time you experienced true panic that you was like, oh, my God, like, what the fuck's about to happen? With me? With me? Yeah, just in general. Like, when's the last time you really, like, panicked? I'm confused. Break that down more. So she said she has them panicking and they're standing still like mannequins because they're panicking so much. So when's the last time you experienced, like, true panic, like you were scared? Like I was scared of something? Panic, yes. You were were panicking. You were scared how maybe you were going to (laughs) react. Last night... You were panicking last night? I wanted to say a lot of things last night I did not say when I saw the individual. Oh! Because I watched that show and they one of the people said they saw me at a particular bar and lied. And that individual said, I would have slapped him. He said, if I ever saw someone slapping his face. So I was on standstill with, I could I make sure we, I looked at him, mm-hmm. make sure he saw me. And he I said he was going to slap you? Yeah, he said on the show. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Talk a whole bunch of shit. And if I show us in Never Never Land. Hi, girl. <laughs> so, what did you guys see when we went to Chateau Shrek? Stick some dirt. <laughs> be Garrett. Thank, thank you, you, be Garrett. My God. Well, <laughs> anybody else got panic that'll beat that? Um, <laughs> it's not going to beat uh, Rodney's, but when, <clears throat> when I was working at my last employer, I was just slowly get into the top. And I know like I can be very disrespectful to certain individuals that piss me off on purpose. But I did my I did myself grace by just sweeping on the rug again because I know how I can get. But I was scared. Like I had to go to the bathroom <laughs> and like <laughs> and like sit there and call me like Marco, you don't want to do this. Like don't do this because you know the outcome and it's just gonna follow you on weeks, months, years later. Just go with the original plan and just cut ties. So growth again. Okay, God is blessing all the trap niggas. Okay. <laughs> that's not shit. A song. Um I don't think I've had one since like 35. Hmm. So it's it's been a minute. Um and so I think so I have this whole thing where um there was a period of time where I had to like figure out life on my own. And there were payment arrangements that had to be made. There were negotiations. There was all kinds of stuff that I was doing just to navigate mm-hmm. life. And um, there were many of times I had to like question, how am I going to make this happen? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think for a little bit, it created um, that panic, that yeah. that standstill kind of panic where you, um, where you kind of just like freeze. You procrastinate, you go through the motions, um, but then I got out of it. Yeah, I could agree. I feel like it's been a long time since I've actually panicked, because I feel like I realized, like, for me personally, I 
in high school and college, grad school, I was always a planner. Like I wanted everything to be planned out and to go perfect. Mm-hmm. And the moment something would go wrong or be like 10 minutes late, I'm a panic. I'm about to flip out. I'm about to ruin everything. And I realized like <laughs> most of the time, the shit I was panicking about actually never really happened. Mm-hmm. It was like a situation, my Aries mind and made up in my head. And mm-hmm. I was like panicking. It's just like, okay, you're 20 minutes late. You missed a flight. Why are you panicking? Like get on the next one. And then one time my mom said something really good to me. She was like, um, like distra- delays and distractions are sometimes God's protection. Mm-hmm. So like yes. missing a flight, you don't know what's going to happen on that plane or you miss your exit. You don't know what was waiting on that exit. So that's how I think about things now. So I try not to panic, but there are some days where I'm like, okay, like, wait a minute, calm down. Like I have to talk to myself, but we all mm. talk to ourselves a little bit. I did that today because I was going to get here at 845. See, and you thing I know, my wallet is, <clears throat> you know, and I'm just like, Lord, and then sometimes that was true. My mama said the same thing. Like sometimes delays are really good things. God got to slow us down. We be moving too fast. Yeah, that was that's a word. Mm. So lastly, a little funny one. At the end, she tells all the people to wash their mouth out with soap. <laughs> Did any of y'all ever get y'all mouths washed out with soap when y'all was growing up? No, no, no. Okay, I was just My- curious because y'all know, like, people like old black folks used to do that to little kids when they would like cuss or like do something crazy, and they would tell them they would, like like wash their mouth out. So mine wasn't so mine was um hot sauce. Cause I didn't like spicy things as a kid. So whenever I did something bad or, you know. What would you do? Um uh, Hey so, mom, she's watching. <laughs> 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 um I used to be like the bully in the neighborhood as a kid. You You was yeah. a bully girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I used to be the bully. I'm shocked. The door. <laughs> Not you kicking kids' asses because you yeah, were tall. I, it was a, I couldn't see you bullying no, nobody. It was his neighbor right across the street from our house, and he used to always talk shit from a distance. And I remember one day he said the wrong thing. And I well, was, that's not bullying. That's, that's not bullying. That's a reaction. No, I, bullying I is like me walking over and slapping you him for no I, reason. I, I, bu- I bully him leading up to it. So the day he just caught me on the right day of talking shit back. So you were bullying him for no reason. Kind of. I mean, he was weak at basketball. We used to run in the middle so of the you were bu- So you were a bully? Yeah. like I used You wouldn't have liked me growing up because I was small, but if I found a bully, I was like, yeah, bitch, I'm going to teach you a lesson. <laughs> I would oh like to read God. you down. I, I wasn't going to fight because I was a little short little thing, but I was going to talk about everything. I was going to talk about e- anything I knew that I wasn't supposed to know about you. Like, I grew up in a small town, so it's like... You would sometimes hear your parents talking about mm. shit about somebody else's parent, and you like, oh yeah, bitch, I got, I'm gonna get your ass tomorrow at the lunch table. You just wait a minute, I'm gonna call your mama a stripper, and now you're gonna be mad at me. <laughs> like it was shit like that. Like that's how strategic I would be. Well, we would have been. I'm friends. still shocked that you was a bully. I can't see that I'm either. Saved now. You said you what? Saved. Who? Me. He don't know you. <laughs> <laughs> He's still working on me, though. But yeah, I just wanted to play with that with uh, Nicki Minaj, Roman's Ridge, because last night, y'all, I wish I'd have had footage, because the way Marco, like... I love that song. Listen. Look, Marco, Marco, like, Marco saw me with my camera, and then he sat, he sat right on down. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody said, damn, missed this segment about having a panic. What did it say? I missed it. Somebody just said Damn, missed this segment about panicking. That was B. Garrett. Because mm-hmm. I asked him what, um, what makes him panic. Wow. And then Jonathan said, I ain't panicked for real since middle school. Damn. Mm. We was panicking as little kids and we life hadn't even hit us yet. Life would even life is. Okay. <laughs> well, it might happen. Let me not say that. Let me never say that. Let me revert that. I'm sorry. Ooh. I'm sorry. We was on the same Damn. page right there because <laughs> I was like, shit. Actually, yeah, life could right. be life for <laughs> you right. when they was you young. Right. All right, y'all, before we get into the Menage a Trois here at Open Relationship Podcast, we are all about community, safe spaces, and open ended conversations where we can agree or disagree and still be heard. We will have live shows like tonight, mm-hmm. merch and giveaways that's already live. So click the link below so you can be part of the chat. We hope to see you in the fifth seat. I think you should learn that really fast so you can say it like one of those infomercials where they say like really, really quick. <laughs> like back in the 90s? Yeah. And they be like <laughs> medicine commercials and they be like, may kill you, may all cause cancer. And they like, see all these things it's like, okay, you still want me to take your bitch? Like, no. Wait, and Black Love said, the last time I panicked is when I thought I was able to pay rent. When I wasn't mm. able to pay rent, mm. when you don't have anyone but yourself to take care of, you feel like that. Look, that's a whole ministry. Yeah, thing. Lord. Mm-hmm. You know, the good things Been about there. that is that when that happens to you, you figure out how strong you actually are. I think a lot of times we forget about how much power we actually have. Mm-hmm. And when you get down to, when it get down to the nitty gritty and you make something happen, 
you make you walk away with big dick energy. Like, yep, I just fucked that up. And you know what's great about that is like at some point you're gonna be on the other side. Mm-hmm. And when you're on the other side, like I had this. How whole, I got over. Oh, oh, I was just about to say but, that. I, I, I knew a song. Over. I knew a song was coming. How, ooh, that's but, a good Baptist. Solomon, I'll shout him here. Like, <laughs> I did this therapy group the other day, and mm-hmm. it was because, you know, we have Thanksgiving coming up, and it was differentiating between thankfulness, gratitude, and appreciation. Mm. Ooh, that's good. And, um, inter- like, a lot of times in conversation, we use the words interchangeably, um, but energetically, they're different. Like, being thankful, you're content, you're satisfied. Mm-hmm. Gratitude is more of a comparison. Like, I'm glad I'm here and not where I was five years ago and then appreciation has more of a like i want to add more value to mm-hmm. and so or i want more of and so when we started breaking that down in that conversation when i tell you these folks really started thinking about their lives that'll have you crying child when look. i tell you look i got evicted before in atlanta um had sleep on my friend couch and i was it was so sad i had the money mm-hmm. it wasn't the fact that I, that I didn't have the money. I was just doing. I was trying to keep up with people mm-hmm. and try like I was this person. I really you no, know, just trying to keep Joneses. up with the Joneses, uh, you know. And I'm just like, and my friend said me now. He said, Rodney, you a dumb bitch. Like just like that. He said, you around here trying to keep keep people be stealing, robbing, and scamming. Okay. He said, that's mm-hmm. not you, bitch. He said, wow. they, it's the reason why they can go and spend all that money. They like, they scamming. Are you a scammer? So, I said, no. Somebody <laughs> just said they got hit in church with a ping pong bat. Jonathan. So I'm looking on the Facebook page. So I can only see like a little bit and then the captions come up. But y'all need to read the YouTube because they're cutting up. What is going on? This, <laughs> this boy hit me with a ping pong paddle in church and I'm not... <laughs> And I knocked them out. <laughs> I thought God wouldn't love me no more. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, Jonathan. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. <laughs> I think my church is crazy. <laughs> that's how you know you people put the fear of God in you. Do you know what I'm saying? Fear tactic. Fear tactic. <laughs> Not y'all whooping ass at church. I want to know what church y'all went to. Y'all was probably Look, Baptist. I, I one question. Was it Baptist? <laughs> they were definitely Baptist, baby. You was not Presbyterian slapping nobody with no paddle. <laughs> and you probably, whoever did the paddle slap, probably got their ass kicked after church. <laughs> well, not no. Jonathan, Jonathan whooped. It sounded like Jonathan whooped that ass at church. <laughs> baby, you did not clown at church. My, everybody would have got a whooping. <laughs> Oh, Lord, that was funny. All right, <laughs> All right so today's <laughs> the topic is when I grow up. Um, and so when you were growing up, did you, ever have, did you ever have those moments where you wanted to, you just couldn't wait to, like, do something? Mm-hmm. Like, when I grew up, I was like, I just can't wait till I buy my own food. I can't wait till I buy my own place. That's the last thing I was thinking about. Say what? That's the last thing I was thinking about. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> that was my thing. Like, I just wanted to buy my own shit. We all wanted these different things, and now we'd be like, damn. Okay. Right. Damn, damn, damn. My my thing was, I just, well, I guess it was, before it happened, I was just like, I can't wait to drive. Like, I'm, it's going to be so much fun to drive. And now I fucking hate driving. Like, yeah. hate it. When my friends, I would pick my friends up from the airport, and I would literally get out and get in the passenger seat by here. Because I don't like driving. I oh, hate it. I'm the same way now. Oh, my gosh. But when I was younger, I was like, ooh, I can't wait to drive. When I first got my license, I enjoyed driving. Now, baby, call me Uber. Black. Mine would be driving, because, like, <laughs> I was like, I want to drive. Get the fuck away from home. You know what I'm saying? Fuck out, bitches. And now I, I hate, I hate driving. I hate driving. Like, and it's the reason why I have a lot of sky miles. <laughs> well, not sky miles. I am sorry. I have um, Southwest. <laughs> Southwest miles. Miles too. No, I said I had to create it. You know, people say Delta. I'm making oh. sure I say Southwest. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> but um. But yeah, driving was one of mine. Now I just don't. I, I want a show. If I had money to pay for a chauffeur, I would. Just come pick me up and drive you. That's not too existence. Okay. How much you hate driving? I don't like traffic, mm, and okay. my nerves are bad now. It's it's strictly like people to drive crazy, and it scares me. And I feel like because I was in a car wreck, and now I feel like I'm re, I somehow I feel like I'm reliving my past. Mm. And then I'd be like, you could have killed me. Like, you driving crazy, going 85 and 30 miles. Like, for what? Where you going? Why are you in a rush? Mine would have been, um, 
Working. I was so excited to work. Girl. All my, um, so. Let me rescind. No. <laughs> so, my mom wouldn't let me work during high school because, you know, I had a lot of things going on. Amazing. Um, athletics, National Honor Society, all that good stuff. And she didn't want me to get off track with that. So, when I became 18, I got my first grocery store job as a bagger. Oh, my God. That was my first job, too. And I was so excited. And she was like, you're going to do great, X, Y, and Z, this, that, and the third. And like you, I just bought as much food as I wanted to. Mm. And bought, because I was tired of going to McDonald's and Burger King and getting the SpongeBob watches and shit. So. (laughs) They had SpongeBob, Rugrats. Nickelodeon had us on lock, okay? (laughs) And the glasses were, that's when TV shows were good. That was our Disney. Baby. Nickelodeon was our Disney. Rugrats. Yes. SpongeBob flipped the game. I wasn't really a fan of fan of SpongeBob, but you know, Wait, I wasn't I wasn't supposed to have a job. Begar said another one. I'm sorry, <laughs> are you okay. were talking? I, I was, but go ahead. <laughs> no, he said another one. I couldn't wait. Wait, another one was I couldn't wait to move out until these damn bills start flowing. Oh, bitch, another rescind. <laughs> Oh, I was not trying to move out. When my mom sent me to college, I was like, oh, oh. And then when I finally got my first apartment, she was like, I was like, I'm coming home for the summer. She was like, but you have an apartment still. I was like, I'm still coming home. I, I go, I'm going home this week, and when I go home, I'm sure I'm going to come back with things. My mom is going to pack me some stuff to come back with, with my old ass. I'm not telling how old I am, but no. she's still going to send things back. Well, like, I'm I'm the same. So when I go home, my mom has like her garage is full paper of, towels, like, paper towels, cleaning like, supplies. I'm getting it and, all. And my mom would just be like, "Do you need to just pull your car up and why I go to Target when I go to my mom's and house?" I'm, and I, you know, <laughs> me, I just be like, "No, I'm good," because I still have stuff from the last time she but brought stuff up. Right. Like I still have not bought trash bags, and I've lived in Atlanta. Well, I've lived in my new space uh, for four years. I have not bought trash bags. In four years? Four years. My, my My mom has, like, every time she comes up, she just gives us, like, supplies. I always like forget essentials. to buy trash bags. When COVID hit, I, give me toiletries, hell. My mom packed a big box with everything. Shit. Like, people can find toilet paper, Lysol, um, like, hand sanitizer. My mom sent me this big-ass, massive box. And it was like a box inside of a box. And she was like, I don't want to buy it. Take it. Because if they find out what's in it, it's like valuable right now during COVID. But mm. she sent me all this stuff like Lysol. I still have like Lysol and hand sanitizer for days. That's great. That's good. That's awesome. All right, y'all. Last question. So is being an adult what you expected? Hell no. <laughs> I didn't ask to be here. I'm thankful that I am. Um, these bills, bills, bills. I'm torn. Okay, let's wear your lucky. Um, I'm really <laughs> torn because I feel like a part of me wanna say no. Cause I feel like I could be so much further than what I am. And a part of me wanna say yes because I'm not where I used to be. Mm-hmm. And I'm thankful for that because when I look back over my life, I'm not trying to do the church song, I'm just being honest. You're there. You're like, right. I'm gonna tune you up with an organ, baby. Because <laughs> like when you when I was looking at all the shit I've been through like over overcame overcome and mm. just I'm just thankful like child days I'd be like I don't know how the fuck I'm gonna make it. we've all been there <laughs> bitch I used to pray for all the fans back in the day <laughs> how did we get to this <laughs> shit I'm just being honest and like cause like money was tight like y'all I was so bad with money mm-hmm. it, it I was I was bad phone off Child, did you so that you connect to Wi Fi? Bitch, that's not I'm bad talking at. <laughs> Girl, not your phone with ding, 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 ding. <laughs> but I tell you, I just used to be, I used to go through it, but it taught me where I'm at tonight. I would never yeah. go broke again. When my account restart, I'd be like, ooh. <laughs> like, you're, I don't so got it since, like, for real, because I used to make it off of like $750, like, a week, oh, every two weeks. Mm-hmm. Living like I used to make it off of that. So I'll be trying to tell myself, I made off of that, and what I make now, it's no reason why I should be broke. Mm-hmm. Well, life is different. Yeah. Well, your your circumstances are different. It's different, but I just, I'm just smarter. Because I'm just thinking about how I made it mm-hmm. off of $751 every two weeks. Mm-hmm. I made it in 2014 off of that. So when I got into like 20. 20. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I'm going to, I, 
I'm going to like live better, like make better choices. Mm-hmm. I don't need to go out and spend four hundred dollars a weekend just because you right. know. Mm-hmm. Like I do like buy nice things, but I'm just not as I don't splurge as much as I used to. I think my thirties are what I expected. But my 20s, like, scissor 20-something, that was me. Like, my 20s, I was like, bitch, what the fuck is going on? Like, I feel like in my 20s, I was trying to figure out so much stuff. I was trying to figure out who I was, who I was trying to be in, like, this, like, okay, I'm about to, like, really start telling people I like men. Like, I'm trying to figure these things out. And then that on top of, like, grad school and then, like, student loans and then the inflation that we're seeing and everything else. It's just, like, on top of we didn't live through a pandemic we didn't mm-hmm. had asshole presidents. Like, so much happened, I feel like, in my 20s. And I was just like, ugh. But now my 30s, I always tell people when they're turning 30, like, your 30s are like your 20s with money and better decisions. It's so like, Oh, my God, love, it is. I am loving being in 30. Like, people be like, I'm so afraid to be 30 and keep going. I'm like, girl, I'm counting down to the next 30-something because it's, like, truly a blessing because the things, like you said, Rodney, like, you just learn so much. And now in your 30s, like, you literally be like, Bitch, I'm staying at home. I'm finna put this do-rag, this bonnet on, and I'm gonna kick my feet up. <laughs> like, I'm gonna go get some Target wine, and that's what I'm gonna do. But then there's some weekends where you're like, okay, I'm finna stand on this couch and throw this ass. But it's like you find the balance. Girl, you stood up in the chair last week and threw yours. <laughs> Let sure me throw did. mine on the couch. But no, <laughs> it's like you find, I think you find the balance, and you uh-huh. find, like, the beauty in just like, being still. It's okay to just sit down uh-huh. and, like... I feel like that's what I say that again. Say that one more time. It's okay to sit the fuck down. down, Clink, clink to that shit. No, for real. Like it's okay (laughs) to sit down. But Solomon, what about you? Is it what you expected? Now, yes. Um, And when I say now, I'm talking about like late 30s, early 40s. Because I I saw this thing on um, Instagram the other day, and this woman she was talking about the difference between choices and decisions. Ooh. And Mm. I think once I started choosing better. And sitting in the decision and choosing in the decision, like, do I really want this for my life? Mm-hmm. Like, now that I've made this choice, do I really want this for my life? Um, I'm, I'm moving differently. Like, I feel, I feel grown. As opposed to when I was adult age and still acting like a child. And so, like, mm. when we were talking about uh, the panic situation, you were talking about when your account goes low. Ooh. You were talking about how your account goes low. I remember, like, not having the money and then driving. So now I'm, like, merging these these things, right, the, these things that we don't necessarily like to do. Mm-hmm. But, like, you're driving and then your, your tank is on E. And then you're just wondering if you're going to make it. Like, if you're going to make it to your destination. And I felt, I feel like... For a lot of my adulthood, ooh, Roddy, but watch it. I'm about to. Oh no, it's just. But no, I, I feel all like, the stuff I've been through, y'all. I get it, but I feel like a lot of my adulthood was me riding on E, just hoping or wishing that I would make it. Um, that analogy is really good. Yes. <laughs> and, like no. that is like that is really good. Like to really be going on E and like you're pouring and saying, "Whoop, oh." But I. I <laughs> I, I know sorry. that's I just I, no because say. like I'm Ooh, feeling it here like I I've I've been Two. there I've I had to write it out mm-hmm. and but then there came a day where it was just like and I, I remember like my dad would be like when you fill up your tank don't let it go below half don't let mm-hmm. it go below half and when I listen I wouldn't listen and so now I'm in this space of just actually listening but I think it's because I've had to sit myself down or maybe God sat me down let me actually let me just give the Ownership of where it belongs. <laughs> God sat my ass down many a times and was like, you really need to, like, listen. Mm-hmm. And so where I am now, yes, I feel like this is what adult life is. That was good. What about you, Marco? Don't make me cry. Ooh. <laughs> not today. I'm not doing this at all. I'm not doing. That's not what I signed up for. I know I was talking. Shit I didn't even earlier, think it was going to go. Thirties is when life like opened up for me. Like I was newly single in a new city, just doing my whole thing, um, and being free, creating my own path, painting my own canvas how I want to paint it. 
Um, in my 20s, just a lot of heartbreaks and like, you know, I mentioned on the podcast before I was homeless, um, saw my guardian angel, and that's when I had my realization like, okay, we gotta, we gotta change some things over here. Like, cause this ain't you. Like, I honestly, I can't even believe I'm saying this on the podcast because a lot of my close friends don't know this. Um, but like when I did open up to certain friends about being me being homeless, like they was like, "That's not you. That that's not the Marco I know. What's going on? Like, why aren't you taking care of yourself financially? Why aren't you taking care of yourself emotionally? Why are you dependent on people? The person I know is an independent man." And you don't ever have to ask people for anything. So where's the backtrack going? And in that very moment, I was like, I couldn't even say nothing. I literally just bawled on the phone. I was like, I got to call you back because I'm doing something wrong. So 30s, I made a promise to myself. I'm never going to go backwards, always forward. And the lessons and the trials and tribulations that I'm going to experience, it's a part of life. Like... Either you're gonna do it or you're gonna complain it, or you or you can complain about it. And I'm not gonna complain about it. I'm just gonna deal with it and just get over that little hurdle. You know, my grandma used to say, "Your struggle gonna be somebody. Um, your struggle is somebody's testimony." Mm-hmm. Mm. And like, you don't really realize what people say until you get older, and just like how you people just say things. You be like, you know, and that was so fun. Like, I see myself being like the older cousin, like telling my little kids, like, make better decisions, like. Mm-hmm. You know, like, just make better financial decisions. And, you know, people tell me that when I was their age. I'm just like, but you just want to, because you don't want to see nobody struggle. Especially people who you love. Yeah. Like, I was up here in Atlanta, and my family didn't know what was going on. I had a whole room at my house, you know, I could have went back to. Mm -hmm. I didn't have to live like this, but, like, mom calling me on days. I didn't know what I was going to fucking do. How you doing, baby? Good. Mm -hmm. I'm okay. Mm -hmm. Phone about to be off. I'm Wi-Fi talking to my mama. (laughs) Eating noodles. <laughs> Eating noodles for a whole week. But I tell you, I was just like, just, that just took me back for a loop, and now I'm just buying a home. I was just saying a thankful moment. Like, God is just so good. And um, for anyone out there who didn't want to share openly in the comments, like, you might be going through a bad season, and every bad season looks different for everyone else, but it is sun on the other side. I, I can promise you it's sunshine on the other side. You have to go through it. It's your trials and lessons in life. But once you get through it, baby, you're going to be like, "Uh -uh. (laughs) uh-uh. It's going backwards. (laughs) Never again. (laughs) You've been thinking about it like, girl. (laughs) It's crazy because, like, like, we sit here and have these conversations, like, candidly, as if there aren't cameras rolling and things like that. And I think it's just amazing to know. (laughs) We do. And I think it's just amazing to see, like, where you guys have come from. Like, of course, like, we ain't known each other all of our lives. Yeah. Like we and we've heard bits and pieces of everybody's story, but I find like I look forward to seeing y'all and I find gratitude in hearing the good things that are going on in y'all lives. And yeah, I just it really warms my heart to hear like not to say hear your struggles, but mm-hmm. to know that like y'all y'all are doing what y'all are doing it. You know what I mean? And like you mentioned earlier, like sometimes I think I'm not where I'm supposed to be, and it's like, but you're where you're supposed to be. Like yeah. this is exactly where you're supposed to be. And I hope that y'all always feel comfortable to, like, do this because what we're doing is helping people. You know, and I, I like the fact that y'all are younger because when I get to listen to your stories, it reminds me that um, I was there. Mm-hmm. And so, like, you were just talking about your friend reflecting back to you that you were the independent person. You're the one who doesn't need help, da 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 And I remember when that was me. But mm-hmm. that was me when I wasn't... That was me in my, what, what, what do I want to call it? That was me in my dysfunction. Mm-hmm. And so um, when Solomon is strong and when Solomon is independent and when Solomon is like isolated and grinding and doing his thing, that's that's probably a clear indication like something is, like Solomon is trying to fix something. Correct. Um, and so when people see that, yes, they might admire it and yes, they might applaud me for it, but shit, I need help. <laughs> okay. and, and even when I don't say it like and I've actually had um, a friend like one of my best friends um, my best friend in Savannah he will be like do I need to come set eyes on you and like things like that changes me mm-hmm. and so when I surround myself with more people like that then I, I can see myself asking for help I can see myself 
sitting down. I can see myself not trying to fix things because maybe it's not for me to fix. Right. I have a um, best friend like your friend. Like, if I go a certain amount of days, maybe a week without talking to her, she'd be like, nope, get on this phone. I'm calling you in 15 minutes. I don't care what you're doing. Talk to me because something's going on. And mm-hmm. we talk damn near every day. So I appreciate friendships like that. That was a good segment, Solomon. Uh, oh, bitch got me crying on camera. <laughs> Maybe it's your like third time. Turned into a deacon, bitch. I oh, that's right. Right. Damn. <laughs> when I look back over my life, <laughs> <laughs> oh. that's how to get to the mess. <laughs> Let me wipe my tears, Lou. He would dry them up, y'all. All right. Girl, why you cry? He's risen. Now, open her sweet babies. We have made it to the letter time turn up. So what this is, guys, you can write in letters about what's going on in your situation, what you want to share. You could be anonymous. Like you have to tell your name. We're just here to give you advice again and repeat. We are not therapists. Okay. This is all our opinions. Um, so if you feel like you need deeper help, we do recommend going to therapy and getting you a therapist. And even if you don't need help, if you just need a check in, if you if everything is going great, go talk to somebody. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. That's good too. It's mm-hmm. just good to have one. But again, this is our honest opinion. So how you can do that if you want good advice from us, you can email us at oblitchapodcast at gmail.com or go to our website at podcast. No, well, shit. I said that wrong. You can email us podcast at gmail.com mm-hmm. and you can write us on our website. Click the letter button at oleshapodcast.com. Mm-hmm. Now let's get in. This segment's called Left on Red. I never say that. Okay. No, you just say the, the letter. letter. I'm just going to call it the letter. <laughs> I like that better. I'm going to call it say the letter. Okay. <laughs> this from one of our openers. Thank you That's so much. Long, it's a little bit long, child, but you know we're gonna be, bear with be, us. Bear with us and bear with my tongue. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I get tongue tied, bitch. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey guys! First, I want to give you guys your flowers. You guys are doing amazing. I really enjoy listening to you guys on a weekly basis. Your podcast definitely needed. Keep being great, and I wish you all the joy and blessings that this world has to offer. Thank you so much. Okay. That was very heartfelt. Here's my little scenario. A few years ago, I met this guy and we started to get to know each other. Everything was going great, but when it came time to actually start dating, he said he wasn't ready. He never explained why. After a year or so, I just let him be. I still don't know why he didn't want to go further, but at this point, it's old news. By the way, for story purposes, we never had any type of sexual encounters. We never even got naked with one another. We only had a handful of dates and made out here and there. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Now, right. there's a guy that I've noticed, and I see these guys are in the same friend circle. Talk about unlucky me. <laughs> like, <laughs> they go on trips and etc. Damn, girl. He's very nice and attractive, and we seem to be very similar in a lot of ways. I thought about asking him out, but I understand that some people have different views on dating. Their friends might have rather it be just sex, dates, or relationships. It's never, I've never had a situation before. Being that me and the guy never officially dated, would you ask, would you, wait, would you ask out the friend, would you ask out, wait, hold on now, he confused me. Would you ask out the friend, would you ask a friend out knowing that they're in the same friend circle that we meant to say? <laughs> Any advice is greatly appreciated. Bitch, this letter makes me uncomfortable because I feel like I know who this is. Like I'm being so serious. This is scary. <laughs> Somebody just gave some money. Thank you, Jared. Jared, Thank you, you late, but we see you. Thank you, Jared. <laughs> I didn't want to interrupt. I, I thanked them in the chat. I think okay. that this letter is very scary because it sounds like somebody I know. This is really crazy. Mm. So what I will say is they never officially dated. And it says we never had any sexual, any type he of sexual encounters. He put that in um, all caps. I know, girl. That's why <laughs> I'm watching this opener, baby. Wait, is that a message? Yes, baby. It feels really close to home. <laughs> so I would say you should ask the person out. I agree. Because 
if you never had any sexual encounter, you ain't seen the person naked, you kissed them, okay. But like, you should have you should ask the person out because honestly, if I was in that situation, say it was like two friends, and but you're not friends with both of them, if that makes sense, mm-hmm. it's not your responsibility for to maneuver that conversation so that they should have because it shouldn't be awkward for you because you didn't have sex with either one of them. Correct. But if you're gonna date like in the same friend circle, the friend circle that's their responsibility to have the conversation, not yours. So ask that man out. That might be your husband. Um, if it's me, don't ask me out. You go, Marco. I agree. <laughs> um, I feel like there's about... He, wait, did you see how he slid that in? <laughs> what did he say? He said, he would ask me out. I said, if it's me, don't ask me out. <laughs> this letter's a little close, baby. <laughs> What's happening here? <laughs> the fucking Twilight Zone. <laughs> um, I said go ahead and ask this person out. Um... It's billions of people in the world. This could be your husband, but I also don't see anything wrong with it. You never had sex. You find this person attractive. There could be a connection. And like Shazam said, I mean, you're not going to be put in an awkward space. They are. <laughs> Rodney? Oh, baby. Um, I just want to say he made this opener made sure that he put they never had any sex. In all caps. <laughs> and any made sex? sure oh, any that he said it only hugged and hung out. And it's been... Oh, yes, yeah, open. What do y'all think in the comment as well? Because we want to hear the... Uh, we want to we gonna read them, too. And like, if you're in the comments and wrote the letter, <laughs> speak with your chest. Look, black, cute, uh, black Love said, oh, hell no. Yeah, let's, let's read them real quick that we go to our opinion. Um, Jonathan said, shit. <laughs> Nick is laughing. You said what Black Love say. Big Girl said, Jonathan, is this you? Oh, get it messy. <laughs> <laughs> Not that the comments counting. <laughs> Big Girl said, I mean, Buddy Lee had his chance. Buddy Lee? You know, that's just, you know, like people say. So Buddy he will be okay. I asked a friend out exactly, Shazam. Brian Brown said, if someone stopped dating, reaches out to see if you still want to go to this outing. That was already playing pre breakup. Would y'all go? What y'all think this means? Like he had a question. Oh, that's a different. Well, we we need we can answer that, but yeah, we had to, we'll come back to you. Okay, so with me, um, since they made emphasis on not having sex, I say do it. You don't owe nobody shit. Honestly, y'all ain't did nothing. Mm-hmm. I mean, a kiss is a kiss. I don't care about that. But it's interesting. Y'all went years. This you said years like. Without sex? Without sex. Y'all never did anything. You never seen him naked, but y'all kissed and was in close encounters, close proximity of each other, never tried to do nothing. He said after a year or so. That could be like, a year or so means like barely making a year, child. Mm, Okay. Or it could be a little over a year. He's probably in the comments. Let's ask him. Are you in the comments? (laughs) We we just need a little bit more detail. (laughs) Don't be anonymous, Bobby Valentino. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so I say um, yes you should ask the person out I agree with all the others who said yes um, I don't think it's messy I think it is the friend's obligation or responsibility to have that conversation I don't think you should miss out on an opportunity just because you're afraid of the situation like you don't have to navigate this like if you want something or someone, then approach. Okay, now to the question. Brian Brim said again, if so, if someone you stopped dating reaches out to see if you still want to go to this outing that was already pre um, planned pre breakup, which I'll go. What y'all think this means? And he, I feel like he really needs some advice. Okay, what is the outing first of all? Because I was thinking like, because <laughs> this wedding. is different. This is, is it a family reunion? Is it a wedding? Is it a Beyonce concert? Or is it a trip to Bali? Like we got to get into what it is <laughs> because that's going to determine for me. Wait, did he respond? He didn't. He just mm-hmm. wrote a question. I feel like it's going to be for me. That's going to determine because if this is something that is like extremely like family oriented, I'm probably going to pass that up because it's like we're not in that stage anymore. And I don't need your grandma or your auntie saying, oh, my God, I missed you. Like, and you want to have a conversation about it because I don't want to do that. But if this is like something like a Beyonce concert, a trip to Bali. Oh, yeah, we're going and we can post our own pictures on Instagram and people can know that we're there together. We don't talk no more. But this is an investment. And I'm not about to miss out on experience because we're not dating no more. 
Oh, I'm not going to shit. I don't care if it's a trip. <laughs> I don't care if it's a family union, your mama's birthday. She already brought me tickets to go. I don't fuck with you no more. You broke up with me, bitch. So you lost all privilege to have me in your presence. Now, if I'm healed, <laughs> if I'm healed from the situation, I go on a trip, but I'm not going to see your family. That's off this. That's a big no. I'm going, you're going to sleep on your side of bed. I'm going to sleep on my side. I'm going to put on this speedo. I'm going to walk this beach. I'm going to get some drinks. I'm going to make sure Girl. I take, I hope the shower's clear so you can see all this ass addicted. you missing that. I'm going to make sure you look and at you it. And you're going to take my picture. Most importantly, take my picture. I, um, I will go if, if it's a trip. Oh, wait. It's, it says movies to the Renaissance fan with his friends and his boyfriend and their boyfriends. No, no. you're not going to that. Oh, no, no. You a backup plan, bitch. You can't find somebody else. Girl, no. You're not. Uh, the Renaissance movie with his, no. with his friends and his boyfriend. I want to no. enjoy the movie. No. No. Mm. No. He can't find somebody else, Brian. He's playing in your face. Don't go. He playing in your face. Girl, buy another <laughs> ticket to the next the next showing. <laughs> Don't go to that. What you got, Solomon? <laughs> Well, now that I know the um, now that I know the outing, it's a no. Out. <laughs> it's definitely a no. But openers, that's all we have. We like I like you know what y'all like going live. It's fun. It is fun. Did y'all enjoy it? Did y'all join in the comments before we go? Let me know what y'all what y'all, y'all want think. More live shows. Y'all like us going live. I'm talking loud. I think it's. I was like, why are you? You sound like so awesome. Girl, I can't hear you. I was like, why are you yelling? I was like, what did you do? He was so loud. I was so loud. <laughs> oh Lord, Rodney, Ooh, that was fun. Oh, you are I got hot. Yeah, I did. <laughs> but uh, Solid, but we want to say thank y'all for doing our holiday live for Thanksgiving. Yes. We do wish y'all a safe and happy Thanksgiving. Be safe with your travels. Make sure you eat good and get in that gym because I know I'm going to be in a gym on Monday night. <laughs> Girl, I'm going before I eat. <laughs> I'm gonna stay in the gym. But all right, y'all. Thank you for coming and joining the four of us as we swallow hard topics and spit difference of opinions. See you guys next week. Happy holidays.